Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Panda, the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today is your Mindset Monday episode of the week. So as we start this week, I want to talk about something that I think has been really um, exacerbated uh, by the recent pandemic right now, state of Texas, where I'm at. Um, It looks like we're on our way out of this thing. Uh, Things look like we're going back to normal. Um, You know, movies are open. uh, Summer events are open. These restrictions have been lifted for the most, pretty much all the way, 100%. And we're noticing life getting back to normal. But as we go into some kind of normalcy. And as these restrictions are being lifted, it's becoming more and more apparent to me how many people out there, especially guys, have felt lonely and isolated this entire time because who can blame them, right? Because most of us, I mean, unless you're like me and you have a wife and kids, you know, you're probably uh, by yourself if you're single. As a guy, you're probably single and you're, you know, you're at home by yourself a lot of the time. You're isolated a lot of the time. You were working from home. You're ordering Uber Eats. You're getting food delivered to your house. You're getting takeout. You weren't really getting out there and socializing. So it can be pretty isolating for a lot of guys. I've noticed that there's a lot of young people, a lot of young men, a lot of uh, uh, even older men who have struggled with a sense of isolation <clears throat> and this sense of uh, loneliness. And there's other situations in life that may spur and start up. Uh, loneliness, right? Like I remember, honestly, when my first son, Ethan, was born, um, I was the only guy I knew in my group of friends um, that had a wife and kids. And as anyone knows, once you get married, you know, a lot of your single friends begin to fall off, right? You don't really get to see them anymore because they're off doing single people things like going out to, you know, bars and, you know, which I don't do, by the way, I never did, but they're going out doing single people things, right? And they're going out to parties and social events and you are really at home with your wife and kid. And there were many situations in my particular case, I don't party, I don't drink, I don't do any of those things, but, um, you know, things like training, I wasn't able to train the way I wanted, You know, I wasn't able to travel to train as much as I wanted. And, you know, a lot of the people that I would train with and the people I was friends with, I didn't get to see much. So it became very difficult for me. And I remember feeling very lonely and isolated. And I felt like because I was the only dad, I was the only one who knew what it was like. And no one really around me knew what it was like. I didn't have anyone around me to really kind of guide me through it. And I I was really lonely at that time. I remember that. And some people, you know, you may be lonely or isolated depending on maybe you had a job change, right? Maybe you, you had to move to a new city and you don't know anybody. You have no family or friends in that particular area. You got to start over from scratch. So loneliness and isolation can hit any of us, right? Myself included. I went through that. So what do we do, right? It's not as simple as just going up on a meetup.com and meeting people or just hanging out with people, right? Because there's a certain point in your life where you want to meet quality people, There's a point in your life where you don't want to just go to a bar. You don't want to just go to a club, right? Which, by the way, didn't like any of those things growing up. So I had training. That was my social circle, right? And so what do you do? What do you do in those circumstances where you don't have a choice many times of of being lonely or of being isolated, right? And the first thing I would say is that it's not a bad thing to necessarily be alone. A lot of our society thrives on, you know, being um, extroverted and sociable and all these things. And while there is a place for that, and I do think there is definitely a value to being sociable, obviously, and being able to network and communicate with a group of people and, you know, get to befriend people. I think that's an important skill set to have influence. I also think it's important for us to really recognize the reality that there are certain situations in life where we may have to be lonely. And that's not always a bad thing. I was listening to something from Jocko Willink. Uh, you guys follow him. I'm not going to explain who he is. If you don't know who he is by now, look him up. You won't regret it. Discipline equals freedom. That's all I'm going to talk about. So, But Jocko Willink, who's a Navy SEAL and motivational speaker, uh, he talks about, uh, he actually had, a, I think it was an interview or something on his podcast a few years ago where someone asked him, how do you deal with loneliness and isolation? And he said, 
you know, it's not always bad to be alone. Sometimes you have to be alone. And I think if you're an individual who believes that you have to be around people all the time to be happy, that can be really difficult, right? But we have to understand that solitude can be, can be a source of strength, right? Like, um, I'm, and you might not be a Christian, but I'm just going to use this example because I think it's a really good example. And, and I think even if you're not a believer, I think there's a lot of benefit from this example as well. So, uh, Jesus Christ, when he would go pray and meditate, he often went by himself. Usually, usually if you read the gospels, um, he would actually go into the middle of the desert, <laughs> the middle of the woods on top of a mountain to pray, by himself quite often. It usually happened quite often. And you see like this man who was so influential and so charismatic and so powerful because he is the son of God, right? He would often go out by himself to go be isolated, right? In terms of prayer to make sure that he was meditating and being in a position of solitude. Now, regardless if you are a believer or not, I think there's a really good example here, right? So if you look at a person who is going to solitude, it may look bad, but in reality, it's important for us. If we want to really look within ourselves and be able to get insight and understand and gain a sense of perspective, more often than not, we need to be alone. We need to have time and quiet and silence and solitude to ourselves. So for all those out there who are thinking solitude is a bad thing, it's not always a bad thing. Now, I think there's such a thing as too much solitude, right? Which could be detrimental, but we have to recognize that the first, uh, first and foremost, that solitude can be a very powerful thing, right? Like I believe Sir Isaac Newton actually uh, came up with many of his revolutionary discoveries during the Black Plague, if I'm not mistaken, right? He was actually in quarantine during a pandemic and actually was able to develop these, uh, these teachings, okay? And so I think it's really important for us to recognize that, that solitude, first and foremost, is not necessarily a bad thing. And I think, again, in our American culture, we're so conditioned to believe that we have to be the life of the party. We have to be around a bunch of people to be happy. That's not necessarily true, right? So don't run away from solitude, first of all. Now, again, like I said before, there is an excessive point and dangerous point to this, right? We don't want to be isolated the entire time. We need to have social interactions. We're social creatures, right? Human beings are social creatures. And a lot of what is linked to depression, anxiety, suicidal tendencies, you name it. A lot of this comes down to uh, many of them, not in all cases, obviously, I'm not a doctor, but many cases, it comes down to isolation and solitude, right? Well, so while solitude can be beneficial, we need to know where to draw the line. And again, it becomes difficult to do this as we get older because, you know, I'm 35 years old. I don't want to go just hang out with anyone. I'll be totally honest. I don't hang out with a lot of people. The people that I roll with are my family and the, the people I train with. That's pretty much it. And I like it like that. But there's a lot of people out there who don't have that structure. Maybe you don't have a good family life. Maybe you're single. Maybe you don't have a spouse or a significant other to spend time with. Maybe you don't have children. So what do you do in that case? Or what if you were thrust into a situation where that was the case, right? Like maybe you were recently uh, divorced or you're estranged from your family. Maybe, you, again, you had to move uh, to a different city or state or even a country to pursue a career path, right? Like, what do you do? So what I recommend is that you find one thing that you're very passionate about. One thing, right? I don't care how obscure it is. I don't care how weird it is. Like for a lot of people, the martial arts are a very weird thing to be really passionate about, right? But there's other things that people might think is also weird, right? So, you know, whatever your thing is, I don't care if it's video games. I don't care if it's CrossFit. I don't care if it's cars, bike riding, whatever. Find something in your area that offers that, 
right? Or something close to that. Like I know maybe if you're like a martial artist and you're looking for a very specific style and a very specific martial arts culture to be a part of, that might be hard to do, but you might be able to find a group of martial artists that you can rally together to be on board with you, right? If you're really into cycling, right? I, I believe, especially if you're in a city or a suburb, be very hard pressed to not find a cycling club or a biking club, right? They're all over the place, right? If you're into music, right? If you're into movies, I'm sure there's a group out there for you. Meetup.com, I'm, and this is not a plug for them, I'm not getting paid, from what I understand, is a very, very powerful resource for meeting groups of people, right? Um, if you are feeling isolated. And wherever you are, I believe every, pretty much every city in the country has, <clears throat> excuse me, some kind of meetup, right? So you go to meetup.com, you can find a bunch of these different groups that you might be interested in, and you just kind of sign up for it and you become interested in it and they give you updates and events. Go on Facebook, you'll probably find a lot of these groups as well. So don't uh, neglect the power of the internet for cases such as this when you're trying to find groups of people to roll with. You may be able to find something, right? Now, that being said, I think it's important to find quality people, right? Now, how do you find this? Now, in my experience, you'll find quality people People that really care about other people, people not, not just there to make a buck. Because a lot of people confuse success, corporate success, financial success with actual spiritual success. And that's not always the case, right? And so I recommend that if you are feeling isolated and you are feeling lonely, seek out one of the following three, right? Seek out a volunteer organization, right? Meaning that it has to be some kind of nonprofit, some organization that has a cause that you can go behind, right? Because I think that and from my personal experience, when you go become part of a volunteer organization, when you step up to help other people, you end up internally helping yourself, right, in some way. And it doesn't mean you're selfish. It just means it feels good to help other people. That's just, I think that's the way God designed us, right? We're designed to serve and help other people. And when we're doing that, we're acting in accordance to that calling, right, whatever that is. So find a nonprofit, something that you can back, something that you really believe in, and then seek out how to be part of that right? And you're going to find like-minded people who are on the same path as you, right? Other second thing I would recommend you seek out is some kind of place of worship. Now, again, this goes back to if you are a person of faith or not, if you are great, if you're not, that's fine too. But I noticed that even people I know who aren't people of faith, when they hang around other people of faith, it benefits them. Even if they're not practicing that particular religion or belief system, it actually benefits them. It's crazy, right? Like I have a friend, his name's Chris Reagan. I don't know if he's listening to this podcast, but I remember growing up when we were, he was an old training partner of mine in college and we became very good friends and we're still very close to this day. Uh, I haven't spoken to you in a while, Chris. Hopefully you're busy. I know that you're, he lives in Japan now. So if he's listening to this, he, he, uh, he, he's probably really busy, but, um, I, I saw Chris a few years ago, right when my wife was pregnant when our, with our first child. And I, it brought back memories of what we were like when we were in college. And I remember he used to go to mass with me. He's not Catholic, right? But he used to go to mass with me and my family and he used to tithe. This stuck out in my mind, right? And I remember one particular year that really struck me. He actually decided to give up something for Lent. And it really struck me because I was like, dude, you're not Catholic. Why are you doing it? He's like, no, I just think it's beneficial for me. I think he gave up cheese. I hope that's not embarrassing. But he gave up cheese because he loved cheese. And he said, listen, just for self-control, just for temperance development, just for self-control training, I'm going to give up cheese, right, for 40 days. And I thought that was really impressive because he's not even part of the religious community necessarily. He's not a believer in doctrines or anything like that. But he found benefit in it, right? And it helped him from what I understand. So finding a place of worship, something that you can align yourself with. Um, you know, I have a Catholic background, but if that's not your, if that's not your background, it just helps to find a place of worship that you can align yourself with something with a a strong foundational moral structure. Right. Um, and the third thing I'll recommend is you find a place uh, that is a, either a martial arts or fitness community based 
place, right? It could be a martial arts school, MMA gym, boxing gym, CrossFit, uh, CrossFit box, whatever you want to do. But I find something interesting happens when people do something hard and physical together, right? Like when they do something hard and physical together, they grow closer together, right? You, you, like I noticed this, I'm not a CrossFitter, but I used to teach in the back of a CrossFit gym, CrossFit Templum in Carrollton, Texas. Check out my buddy Eric Rona's place. We don't teach there anymore, but he's still a great guy. Support his business if you can. I actually interviewed him, actually one of my first episodes of this podcast, so definitely check it out. But anyway, um, I noticed when I was teaching at this CrossFit gym, I wasn't part of the CrossFit community, but I noticed the community that they developed, right, in this space, right? And every CrossFit box has a different culture to it, but this one was a really interesting one because it came from a faith-based background. And even if they weren't all of the same religion, you had Jews from Israel, you had some Muslims, some atheists, whatever you had, they were all training together. But because they were all training together, they put a lot of the nonsense in their lives aside, whatever drama they're going on in their life at the time, and they just focused on doing something hard together. And I think man or woman, if you do something hard with a group of people, you grow closer to those people because you're sharing in the sense of suffering, right? Like I know that when I was, you know, when I trained my guys, right? A lot of my guys are really close with each other, right? I'm close to my, my, my teacher. I'm close to my training partners because we go through this collective suffering together. And there's something about purposefully and intentionally going to something difficult together where you grow, right? And you develop a sense of tribe and community. And that's important, right? You need that. A lot of times we define our friends by, you know, the guy that we can go get beers with. But what, where's the challenge in that? Where's the struggle in that? For me, a true friend, a true brother, a true sister is someone that's with you in good times and bad. And when you are in a physical environment like martial arts, MMA, Kali, CrossFit, whatever, and you do something difficult and especially physically and mentally demanding together, you grow closer in that experience. So again, if you're seeking a sense of belonging, I recommend finding a volunteer nonprofit organization that has a mission that you're aligned with, right? Two, or place of worship, right? And three, a martial arts or fitness school, gym, whatever, all right? Those three things I find help so many of my people that I know, whether I train with them or not, even family members, I know it helps them. It has helped me in the past. Definitely something to think about. All right, so again, guys, just to recap, one, solitude isn't always bad. We have to have solitude in order to look inward, to be more spiritual, to recognize our perspective, and to gain insight. We need that, right? So don't run away from solitude. But again, as with anything, there's also too much of a good thing, right? So we don't want to be super isolated. So even though solitude is a good thing, we need to find means of connecting with other people in a real way. And some of the things that you can do are seek out things on meetup.com with people that you know have same uh, interests as you. But specifically, look for a volunteer nonprofit organization. Look for a place to worship and find a place to train, whether that be martial arts or fitness. All right, guys, so I hope this podcast inspired you. Take care, God bless, and be the hero in your life.